There's one question that comes up regularly for people, and that is how to let go of attachment. Now, it can be attachment to different things. For example, it can be how to let go of being attached to an outcome, being attached to people from our past, or being attached to moments, items, or things from our present or our past. And when you manage to accomplish it, life becomes so much more liberating, effortless, and enjoyable. I spoke before in an early episode of what I called How to Thrive, about that I've identified that there are 12 different states of being. And on that episode, I outlined five of those states of being, which were the states of despair, hope, belief, knowing, and mastery. Now, if you haven't listened to that episode, it'd be worth going through it. And if you have listened to it, it'd be worth refreshing yourself on its content anyway. So between the state of belief and the state of knowing, there are three other states. And between the state of knowing and the state of mastery, there are two other states. And the critical threshold line shows up in people's lives between the states of belief and the state of knowing. Now, as you move from the state of knowing to the state of mastery, that's when you've reached the ability to let go of all attachment. Now, I won't go into each of the individual states here on this podcast. That's something that I do in our community. But I'll go through some of the things that you can start to work on in order to help you move through the different states a little bit more easily. So think of it this way. Ultimately, when you're attached to something, you're out of equilibrium. And the feelings you're experiencing are feedback for you to know that you have an attachment to something so as to know that you're out of equilibrium. So understand that we should never get rid of our feelings. Our feelings are there to help us, to guide us. So it's not about suppressing your feelings or trying not to feel. It's about understanding what your feelings are trying to tell you. Now, when you're attached to something, your feelings are going to provide you with feedback to let you know that you're attached. Take, for example, you're attached to an outcome. You could feel anxious or fearful about that outcome or feel desperate for the outcome to be the way you want it to be. Or if you're attached to someone from your past, say an ex-partner or spouse or someone that you perceive has hurt you in some way, you could feel anger or resentment about that person. Or you could feel fearful about your future or the things won't be the same as they were before. If you're attached to moments from your past or items or things that have been lost or destroyed, you could feel similar things, anger, resentment, hurt, or anguish. All of these feelings, no matter what the circumstances, are providing you with feedback that you're attached. And it's that attachment that will bring you out of equilibrium. Now, you'll often hear people talk about staying and being in the present. In other words, to stop fretting about the past and to stop worrying about the future and just be in the moment. And what they're trying to achieve is to get to a point of non-attachment, or more correctly, to be in a state of equilibrium. Now this can be achieved momentarily, for example through meditation or mindfulness, or even by distracting yourself with something else that occupies your full mind or your full attention, whether it be a great movie, an amazing book, or a brilliant conversation with someone. All of these will occupy your mind with something else, and therefore you're not thinking about what it is you're actually attached to. So they distract you, but the attachment is still there. And then you'll hear other people say that you should just forget about it and force yourself to think happy thoughts and to think positively or just ignore it and move on. But the end result is the same thing. They're distractions and those distractions are fleeting. The attachment is still there. Now, on a previous episode that I called Building Trust, I spoke about that your mind is like a switchboard that has millions of toggle switches. Well, when it comes to being attached to something, You've in essence flicked a switch on in your mind for the item, the outcome, the person or the moment in your life that you're now attached to. 
And all the activities like meditation, mindfulness, getting consumed in a good movie or a book or anything else, all they're doing is distracting you from the switch that has been flicked. The switch is still on in your mind. So distracting yourself or ignoring it or forcing yourself to think positive about it still doesn't turn the switch off in your mind. It's still there lurking in the background ready and waiting for you to deal with it. And the feelings that come up for you are there is feedback to let you know that the switch is still on. A bit like in Irish households years ago when your parents found out that you had left the immersion heater switch on. So while meditation, mindfulness and so on are really great, they still don't turn the switch off in your mind. Then how do you turn the switch off? Well, first of all, you have to tune into the underlying feeling to determine whether it's a fear or an emotion. And what do I mean by that? Well, take for example that you're due to have an important meeting with someone and you're attached to an outcome that you want to have come about. Well, because you're attached to that outcome, your feelings can be trying to give you feedback that you fear something. Now, there are seven different types of fear and you might fear being rejected, fear of being failure, fear of not being good enough or fear of losing something or one of the other fears. So the first part is your fear. The next part is your emotion around that person. And that person can be someone you look up to in some way or someone that you think little of in some way. And whether you look up to them or think less of them, this person therefore has traits that you either admire or dislike. So let's say from previous meetings with this person that you find that they are dismissive or they're challenging and your emotions are coming up because you know these traits about them that you dislike. So not only do you have a fear, but you also have a trait or traits that you dislike about that individual and therefore you don't know what the outcome is going to be. It could go the wrong way or it could go in the right way, but either way, you're attached to how it should turn out. But first of all, you have to dissolve the fear. Then you have to dissolve or neutralize the traits you dislike in that other person. When you remove those two elements, then you don't have the emotional charge associated with the outcome. Once you do that, then in essence, what you're doing is turning off the toggle switch in your mind And it's this that brings you back into equilibrium. It's the only way that I found that will bring you back into an equilibrium state when you're trying to deal with the challenge that life throws up to you. After all, you can't go through your whole day or life just meditating or occupying your mind with something else just to distract you from the emotional charge that is within you, let alone the stress and disease that's created by having those switches left on, or in other words, those emotional charges still active in your mind. Those fears and feelings are providing you with the feedback to dissolve the emotional charges and the attachment that you're holding on to. Once that's done, then you can go about moving up to higher states of being so that you no longer have any attachment. And also, don't think of non-attachment as being disconnected or being indifferent. Far from it. It's actually more like being in bliss. The kind of bliss you get to experience when you get into a deep meditation or a transcended meditation. Imagine being able to have that feeling of bliss throughout your day and not just while you're meditating. So there you have it. That's how you begin to let go of attachment. And it's that feeling of having let go that's absolutely amazing. Imagine yourself in a sea, deep underwater, hanging onto a rope. And at the end of the rope, there's a really large stone pulling you down further and deeper into the sea. And then you find a way of letting go of that rope that's pulling you down and you find yourself floating back up to the surface. And as you break the surface, you catch a large breath of fresh air. Imagine what that feeling will be like. Well, 
When you finally achieve the ability to let go of attachment, that's the kind of feeling you get to experience each and every day. It's amazing and I hope you get to experience it too. So now, if you want to find out more about how to dissolve fear and neutralize those emotional charges, reach out to me. Just head over to paulwilliamdaves.com and you'll find all the ways in which to connect with me. Also, a great and easy way to get the support you want on your journey is to come over and join us in our community. Just head over to paulwilliamdaves.com and you'll find us there. And until the next time, I wish you every success.